I'm here. I'm here. Cullen? Hey, dick lips! Are you Whoa. at a party right now? I don't want to talk about it. Go home and record Bracket, you piece He's of wrong. shit. But I wanted the bar atmosphere. He's watching wrestling is all. Wrestling. Fine, I'll put on mute. Jesse, you here? It's, we're not recording yet, Colin. It isn't, don't listen to yeah, Greg. No, no, you're fine. No, no, I'm, I'm fucking done with this. I want you to understand, <laughs> this is episode, what, 27, right? Fucking goddamn 27, and I'm fucking done after this. I'm done. I don't want anything to do with you fuckers. I hope all of you go to hell. You you die. I'm done with this. I don't want anything to do with Bracket anymore. It's just over. I just removed him from the group. Is this? I hope that was all recorded, man. If you didn't record it, you messed up. No, I was recording. I got it. Okay. That's, that'll be good. He's gonna be so pissed. <laughs> That's is it is it the cold open? Yeah, it is now. Unless I know <laughs> I'm so sorry, <laughs> Welcome to Bracket, the only show where we take a bunch of shit and face off against another bunch of shit to see what the best shit really is. I'm your host, Cullen Jennings, and joining me today is John Abbott. Uh, I, I'm here. Hello. Welcome to the show. Uh, I, we're going to make you forget all your troubles. All right. <laughs> Don't forget about Jesse Knowles. Uh, who? Uh, because uh, amnesia. amnesia. And Emmy-nominated creator of all of the Cheesecake Factory, Greg L. Mercer. Hi, I'm Greg L. Mercer, and I am obligated to mention The World Ends With You as a case of amnesia that is not on this list. You're welcome, Ross. And this week we have a special guest host with us this week. We have Kari Andrews, uh, current writer on Iron Fist. Hey guys, this is Kari Andrews, and I have no idea what I've gotten myself into. <laughs> <laughs> writer writer and, and artist, right? An artist, yes. And artist, penciler, inker, colorist. And man, filmmaker. Writer, cover, <laughs> filmmaker. Man, Renaissance he... man. <laughs> Carpenter. Candlestick maker. <laughs> F1 racer. <laughs> we're just gonna start adding stuff to your resume that you know may or may not be true i would uh, like that show a lot better than what we normally do if we just brought in people and made up resumes for them <laughs> <laughs> all right so this week we're going to be doing cases of amnesia or amnesias so in round one in group a we have memento versus scrooge mcduck in group b we have brand new day spider-man series versus spider-man 3 in Group C, we have Dude, Where's My Car versus Born Identity. In Group D, we have Dory from Finding Nemo versus Total Recall. In Group E, we have Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind versus The Neuralizer from Men in Black. We In Group F, we have Wolverine versus Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy VII. Uh, in Group G, we have Amnesia, the Pokemon move, versus Agatha Christie. And in Group H, we have... Tony Stark post-Civil War versus Simon Ice King from Adventure Time. So, yeah, this, we'll give you, this you know, all ideas. over. It, this one's all over the place. So, uh, and right away in Group 8, we have Memento versus Scrooge McDuck. Who cares to take a stab at it? So Memento is the classic sort of amnesia film where he loses his memory every, I don't remember how long. But... Well, he loses his, he, he remembers his past until a certain event, and... So he can't make new memories as his thing. Like he remembers right. like growing up and stuff. He remembers his past, but he can't make new memories after an accident that happens in the movie. Uh, the Scrooge Same. McDuck thing particularly is there's a DuckTales episode where 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know this one. So, so Scrooge McDuck had amnesia. Yeah, he he gets amnesia, <laughs> and then signs up to his own job as a factory worker, and ends up forming a workers' union. I just think that's a cool idea. That's sort it's of... a, it's a funny role reversal that you wouldn't expect in a cartoon like that of seeing this like <laughs> tycoon become his <laughs> factor his own factory worker. <laughs> it's I I like it because fuck capitalism and you know anarchy <laughs> forever and shit like that. But uh, I think I, I taking a guess here. I think we might all end up voting Memento. I, Memento is kind of a ringer. As far as I'm concerned, I I'm gonna I will lock in hard and fast as a memento vote, and I'm willing to talk about it later if we want to, because I think it's I think it's a great movie. And yeah, I think it's it, it's a pretty clever use of uh of amnesia in general. Yeah, it, um, I think it manipulates you as an audience pretty pretty well. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna go with a memento vote as well, because Scrooge McDuck. Uh, sorry, buddy, not into it. So, so, you, so, so you guys already voted. This is a sweep. I could, I could break the sweep. You could break the sweep if you wanted to. Yeah. I mean, I'm very, I'm very Canadian, so I'm very inclusive. So I feel like we <laughs> owe, we owe Scrooge McDuck a, a part of the cultural <laughs> mosaic. <laughs> you know, Scrooge I mean, McDuck, this... Scrooge McDuck was Scottish. So, like, I, what if, what if the guy from Memento had a Scottish accent? It would make it probably a better movie. Was guy, <laughs> is, does Guy Pierce have some Scottish in him? <laughs> I don't. I don't Maybe, like, yeah, it, w- it wouldn't surprise me. It's it's all European. <laughs> it's just <laughs> European-ish. Uh, well, there was that one night with Sean Connery. He may have had a little Scottish in him. Hey, oh no. Um, <laughs> I will also. I will. I will lock into Memento. So is that right. is that a Memento sweep? Yeah, I think so. All yeah, right. it's like we got a first round sweep with Memento knocking out Scrooge McDuck. McDuck got oh. Scrooged. <laughs> All right, so in Group B, we have Brand New Day Spider-Man series versus Spider-Man 3. And Spider-Man 3 particularly, we're focusing on Harry Osborne. Played by James Franco, Harry Osborne, early part of the movie, fights Peter Parker, and he gets himself bonked real good, and he forgets all about, like, the fight and everything, and it also triggers this, like, weird personality change in him that like propels him throughout this very strange arc in the movie he acts concussed through the whole thing uh brand new day spider-man is a very particular and uh controversial arc of spider-man where peter parker had revealed that he was spider-man to like the whole world and the whole world knew um and so his aunt may is dying and he makes a deal with mephisto who is the devil and in exchange for saving his aunt and erasing his identity, like, so that nobody knows Peter Parker is Spider-Man, he gives up his marriage to Mary Jane? It's real weird. It, it's, and, it's uh, a lot of stuff builds into that, and it was a lot of... It's very uh, retconny. It, yeah, and it really kind of spoiled the whole Civil War when he came out. Like, that whole the whole showing his face to everybody kind of was a big deal to me. Yeah, it's a cool moment. Yeah, and yeah. So I yeah, I am a Spider Man three vote though, because dumb Harry Osborne has <laughs> one of the the best lines is when he starts getting the little bits of memory back and he's gone, you know, completely crazy and he says, you know, what uh the how was the pie? And he's so good. Right. So good. 
And that's that's pretty much all I have to vote on that. Now, this this Spider-Man Brand New Day storyline, this is also the storyline that drove uh, Straczynski off the off the title, right? He, yes, won, yes. he was writing the book. There was a big um, creative creative clash between the minds of the powers that be, and uh, Straczynski chose to uh, write write the book but walk afterwards. Is that right? He took the... Yep. Yes. yes. He, he, very, he, very unhappy. But he still I, wrote the book, right? He, he, he kind of took the... The high road, if you will. Yeah, he, well, he finished the run of of what they needed. Yeah, yeah, so. he did what he was obligated to do, but as not probably not to the point that he would enjoy. And now they're just they're just um, resolving this storyline soon, aren't they? Something like that. I thought I read somewhere. I mean, it it it's been kind of like that. Uh, I mean, they fixed it. They kind of fixed it with big. Uh, uh, oh, was it big called? time? Big time. Yeah, yeah. Which which I'll say I. Uh, this whole brand new day stuff, Spiron, I didn't particularly enjoy it, but all the stuff that's kind of followed it since I thought has been really good. Yes. I, I really liked Big Time. I really liked Spider Island. The the stories that have come after this stuff have been really good Spider-Man. Obviously, Superior Spider-Man. Superior was yeah. great. Yeah. Brand new day kind of set anything into motion, but it also kind of soured a lot of Spider-Man fans for a while. As as silly as it is, it's like mass am it's like just so it is a deeply retconny kind of thing to do. Uh John, you've convinced me cuz I I like a lot of the Spider-Man stuff that is Oh, I don't know if I wanted to convince you. Well, too late. <laughs> I'm voting Brand New Day Spider-Man. Does Brand New Day Spider-Man have James Franco with amnesia? <laughs> it might as well. I I think uh, I want to be a Spider-Man 3 vote. Nah, boy, boy oh boy. Uh I, you know, I, <laughs> I, I, I'll go with you, Greg. I, I'm Spider-Man Three. Uh, I have some bad memories. <laughs> that film. Uh, although I do love James Franco, but I think I'm gonna go with Brand New Day, Spider-Man. So, Kari, I think it's down to you. You get to well, tie break this. Well, I'm, I mean. I really don't know how to vote because, you know, um, I think these kind of retcons are very valuable to give life to a book. And maybe, you know, maybe the retcon itself is, whether it's bad, good or bad, you know, it can result in interesting storytelling, the, the aftermath. Um, but then yeah. again, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like I should honor the Sam Raimi trilogy of Spider-Man, the last right. good Spider-Man movies. Even number three was kind of just crazy. <laughs> Uh, it was, I, it I, I agree. Crazy. It was definitely crazy. <laughs> but in retrospect, it's not. It's not as crazy as telling the same story again with different actors, leaving <laughs> <laughs> out the essential core of the character with great power demands great responsibility, and instead injecting some kind of divorce spy father. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think just out of my sheer. Uh, respect for Mr. Sam Raimi, creator of some of my favorite movies of all time. I will have to go with Spider-Man Three, and yeah. so I, so I can forget that the new movies ever happened. <laughs> oh man! Ooh. So looks like Spider-Man Three knocks out brand new day Spider-Man series three to two. Moving on. All right, so we have Dude, Where's My Car versus the Born Identity series. <laughs> uh, two cinematic tour de force. Uh, dude, where's my car? Boy, that sure is a film that happened. Uh, that movie is as dumb as you can get with having fun and still being a coherent plot, mind you. Doesn't the third act involve a woman growing to like 50 feet tall or something? Yeah, yeah, she's one of the aliens that, yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. aliens in that movie. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, because well, 
It has yeah, been a I mean, while since I've seen it. There's two different kinds of aliens in that movie. There's the Swedish dude aliens and then the hot babe chick aliens. It's, it's, the whole movie, they got completely trashed and don't remember what happened the night before, so they have to go to find their car. And the entire movie is them just trying to find their car. Not unlike what happens in Born Identity. Right, that is actually <laughs> the plot of... He found his car at the end of the third movie, right? And then there's this new guy in the fourth one. Who yeah, who who also car. lost his car. Okay. It's it's same universe, different car. Yeah, in the Born Identity series is Jason Bourne, you know, bred and created, you know, through this training program, doesn't remember any of it, doesn't remember anything, and basically has to find out everything all over again for the, or well, I guess find out for the first time. He doesn't know anything. And it ends up, falling into several different movies that are all pretty decent, and then Jeremy Renner becomes him at one point, but he's well, not him. Jeremy Renner's character. a different guy. Well, yeah. Like in the same program that Jason it's, Bourne went through. It's, it's the Hawkeye prequel. So. Right. <laughs> the Hawkeye identity. <laughs> I'd watch that. Um, but in this, I I really think that the joke aspect, that, that how serious that Bourne identity is versus how absolutely dumb Dude Where's My Car is and still follows that coherent plot, I'm a Dude Where's My Car vote. Yeah, I'm shocked. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I will I will counteract Colin on this one. I'm a Born Identity vote. I think it's really well... It's, it's well written. Um, it's, it's got some badass action scenes to the point where James Bond franchise had to steal the person who did them. And Jeremy Renner and Matt Damon seem like cool guys. So that's my vote. Just to have something dumb like Dude, Where's My Car Move On is really valuable to me. <laughs> um, and it should be noted that I have seen, I've only ever seen the first Born Identity movie, but I've seen it twice and I still can't remember what happened. Um, I know it was Neither good. Neither can Jason Bourne. But, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fitting with the show. You can't yeah, remember. Yeah. It's... Um, I mean, it, I remember it being good. I just can't remember it. So, so yeah, I'm still kind of thinking. Well, I think... Um... I really remember liking Dude Where's My Car. I remember seeing it on DVD um, and kind of being shocked that I thought it was so funny <laughs> in a weird in a weird kind of way. But but having said that, I think uh, Born Identity for me is just a excellent movie with an excellent director and an excellent script and an excellent movie star. So it's hard to I mean how and the uh, beautiful Franca Poente, Potente. How do you you know how can you how can you compete against that? I think I think Dude Where's My Car has the girl, the original girl from Buffy Vampire Slayer. Uh, I think Sarah it has. I know Jennifer Garner's in it. It has Sean William Scott, so that's all the eye candy you need. Uh, <laughs> uh, Christy Swanson from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, yes, yep, yes, yep, yes, yep, yep, uh, yep. And I have I have memories of uh, from the behind the scenes uh, Ashton Kutcher relaying his childhood crush of Christy Swanson. Oh Strange wow! <laughs> but I, I again. How can how can you beat uh, uh, Frank at Potente? So I will say uh, I will I will go with uh, Born Identity. Okay. I, think, I think it's I think it's an awesome movie. Oh boy, I uh, <laughs> I'm really I'm really scared to leave this up to Jesse. Uh, but I I'm gonna come in as a dude. Where's my car vote? I I think that movie is really funny. Uh, I don't mean I it's no math. I'm not gonna pull it off the shelf and show it to everybody, but uh, man, I I think that movie is got a lot of a lot of dumb heart to it, and also I I kind of I I want to see something real goofy on here. 
Uh, I think that should be a box quote. I'm not going to show it to anybody, but it's got <laughs> dumb heart. I like putting this on my shelf so people are like, hey, you own Dude, my car. Uh, Memento is kind of my, like, uh, cinematic masterpiece on this list. I, I'm, I'm Dude, where's my car vote? Jesse. Um, so I think, born, like, of all the, um, Born Identity is, is kind of emblematic uh, as far of amnesia, like I mean, the whole plot is centered around that. Uh, so, like, it feels wrong to vote against it, but I think I'm going to vote. Dude, where's my car? Jesse Just is the master of conflict. Every every week, <laughs> it's always like a. It feels wrong to vote for this, but I'm going to vote for this anyway. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will say that I I don't necessarily think that Dude, where's my car should be out born identity by any means, but it just did. <laughs> and uh, and I'm sorry, everybody. Three to two vote. Uh, Dude, the where's only my car? podcast to claim that Dude, where's my car is better than Born Identity. <laughs> well, better. we do. We I just like the amnesia aspect of Dude, where's my car better. All right. So moving on, we'll go to round D or in group D. Sorry, uh, Dory from Finding Nemo versus Total Recall. Dory from Finding Nemo is pretty funny. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres plays a fish, makes you cry, makes you laugh. It warms your heart. Uh, <laughs> Total Recall has a lady with three boobies in it. Yeah, and, Mar- and, and Mars, and yeah. it's the future. And... That, so this is the uh, the classic Total Recall. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Both of them are encapsulated in this. You can go with whatever you want. Who who's gonna pick the remake over the yeah, original? Colin Farrell, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Colin Farrell, if you're out there, <laughs> I this is actually kind of a tough one for me. Um. I might be leaning towards Total Recall, to be honest. I I am an animator. I like Finding Nemo a lot, uh, but I don't know if I'd point to Dory and how that's used in that movie as like a an outstanding example of this. I I might go Total Recall. I think with Total Recall in in regards to the amnesia plot, disregarding anything else, uh, which is really hard because that movie rules uh, the original. Um, I I still think. You're exactly right. I don't think Dory has enough with the amnesia feeling of it that that it's it, better it's not, than it's, all it of feels, Total Recall. It's like less amnesia and more of just like she has always had a problem remembering stuff. You know, like right. It's more like uh, what was the Adam Sandler the Forty First Dates? Like, I don't. I didn't see that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just a repeating kind of thing. With Total Recall though, like you're kind of dropped into this. Like, the first time you see Total Recall and you know nothing about it, you're just like, oh, shit, okay. And you try to figure it all out yourself while the movie's, like, speeding along, you know. And it's great. So I'm a Total Recall vote. Yeah, I think I think they've kind of convinced me. I I was going to vote Dory, but uh, Total oh, Recall is no. definitely a better example. Oh, no, this is it right. We're going to get a lot of, we're going to get bad comments, like when we voted out Samurai Jack in that one episode. <laughs> Whatever, Dory should have been better. Let's be honest. Uh... Total Recall is one of the greatest movies of all time. <laughs> I, think, yes. I, think, yes. I, think I think it's a science fiction masterpiece made by the master of the visual and the visceral, Paul Verhoeven, one of my favorite directors who yeah. ever has made <laughs> science fiction. So I think, you know, it's almost unfair to put, what do I remember from uh, Finding Nemo? Ellen? Maybe. That's it. It's like, <laughs> what, like, how can you forget Total Recall? That movie blew my mind. I would, I will say it's almost... This could almost be considered a cheat that it's even on the list, though, because there is a theory that perhaps Total Recall has nothing to do with amnesia and false memories, but entirely to do with a memory implant that uh, 
that the character becomes trapped in. So nothing that's, is real, and he just true. his own his own his own fantasy fulfillment wishes. But but I don't I disagree with that. I, I don't think that's true. <laughs> but I think that is that that is there. But I think I mean I loved I love that movie. I love how violent it was, how visceral it was. I love you know consider with the divorce. You know I just love <laughs> everything about that movie. So it just. Uh, it just, it just can't can be. And another thing, like, you know, in today's world, you know, Pixar keeps making another Finding Nemo every year. Every year. There, yeah, there movie. is a, there's a Finding Dory movie slated for, right. I think, the next, next three, ne- not next year. Next year is the dinosaur thing. But That's yeah, right. it's coming. But even then, I mean, this dinosaur movie, would you be so surprised if a little baby dinosaur got lost in the pack and found a kind of a crazy dinosaur? <laughs> Travel through some a series of culminating, uh, uh, you know, ad, you know, obstacles. It's gotta to find itself. The hero's journey. It just seems to be that 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 is a movie that Pixar will be remaking again and again and again and again. But when is the next time you will ever see such a violent, hardcore, popcorn <laughs> science fiction movie uh, fueled by someone with the star power and charisma of Arnold Schwarzenegger? So. I just think, you know, that kind of a movie, it's not being made anymore. And uh, so we have to hold on to it with both our hands, with our iron fists. (laughs) (laughs) Well played, well played. Today's (laughs) comic stores uh, around the world. So, you know, I I vote firmly, firmly, and without hesitation for uh, Total Recall. Yeah, it's got to be. It's it's Verhoeven directing a Philip K. Dick story, which... Uh, coolest thing in the world to me. So I'm a total recall vote. And he would be, he was the governor. Let's see John Lasseter, head of Disney, be a governor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So is that everyone? That's a, yeah, that's a so. sleep as well. It's total sweet. recall knocking out Dory from Finding Nemo. So we have Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind versus the Neuralizer from Men in Black, the series, mind you. So um, this is the toughest one for me. Uh, I don't know about anyone else. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is one of my favorite movies, and I think it's sort of cliche to say that, but that's a real good movie, and I like that director. But the Neuralizer from Men in Black is like an amnesia device. That's It's maybe the most amnesia thing on this list. Yeah, I, I think that... I think... I, I'm a little biased. I'm kind. Of, I had a girlfriend that when Eternal Sunshine came out, like it was in the DVD player. I thought you were going to say I had a girlfriend who neuralized me. <laughs> and and I, I was so burnt out on that film that I just watched it again like last year, and I was like, okay, it's a good movie, but I hadn't seen it like since it released on on home, you know. Sure. And and I did. I wanted nothing to do with that movie after that. Um. So. But the neuralizer itself is a device that blanks your mind back to however you know many well, seconds. They, they said it. They they determine the amount of time they erase on it before is they it, use yeah. it. Oh, oh, that's right. That's there's right. Because like I'm pretty sure there's a throwaway line at some point in one of the movies where they say like you know set it to whatever, whatever. No, they yeah. show actually setting it. I believe. Yeah. Several there's, times. There's the like a knobs on the back of it. Uh, so and the entire plot of Men in Black too is based around the neuralizer. I, the neuralizer is just a cool device in general. So to me, I'm I'm kind of torn on this. I I think that what is it, the machine that makes the that makes your mind erase in Eternal Sunshine or the parts of your mind that you know you lose. Yeah. Um, I I I think that's a really cool thing. But also, it's one of those like that's when when you bring up this movie, people are like, "Man, I wish I could do that," or "Man, I'm glad that doesn't exist," or "Oh yeah, like that." And I it's don't, a very indie movie type of device. yeah. I, I don't I don't give a shit about that. I want to be able <laughs> to wipe someone's brain and be like. 
yo, 10 minutes ago I put doo-doo in your cereal. Boom! And then, like, they wake up and they're like, oh, he put doo-doo in there. There's no doo-doo in that cereal. And <laughs> that's my example of that. So. Right, that is the first thing you would do with this device. <laughs> that's I your would, go-to. That's my go-to. I pretend that I shit someone's cereal but never really shit in their cereal so i don't why are we talking about shit in <laughs> cereal but yes i'm a neuralizer vote sorry sorry i think i'm a neuralizer vote as well uh i do i just it's it's just a fun device um it, it's hard to beat something that you know invokes amnesia at at will so yeah there's not there's no like drawback to using it you can just do whatever you want that we know of oh sure like, I know, it might, you know, give you brain cancer after, like, your third use or something. We don't... I, I'm going to come in as an Eternal Sunshine vote. Uh, don't get me wrong, I love Men in Black, and I sure do love, like, they sure do look cool when they take out that thing, and they're like, hey, look at this little light for me, and then, but Uh But I really like Eternal Sunshine. I think that's a that's a really good movie, uh, and, man, talk about how... <laughs> How much of a scumbag Elijah Wood gets to be in that movie? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm Eternal Sunshine vote. Yeah, I I mean I, I to be honest, uh, Eternal Sunshine is one of my favorite movies. Again, one of my favorite movies of all time. There's like three movies on this list that uh, we've gone <laughs> through so far that are some of my favorite movies: Memento, um, well even Born Identity, Memento, Born Identity, Total Recall, Eternal Sunshine. These are all great movies. I mean, for me, it's like what is the what is the essence of the amnesia device in this movie? And for the neuralizer for Men in Black, it's like, I don't know what that means. It's, I guess it's a chance to forget it's, about the turmoils you've entered in. Is it, it's, what? it's like crowd control, basically. It's yeah, like, yeah. Right. But the underlying the- theme of that device, right? It's like, it's like, um, it's to protect you from not seeing what you saw. Right. Well, <laughs> uh, well the thing about the Men in Black is they won't let you remember. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I think there isn't much theme to it. I think Men in Black is sort of thin enough that it's just a plot device. It sort of right. explains. But there's a, there's a retirement theme, right? The older the older agent retires and then sure. they mind, and now he can live a happy life. And it's like for me, that's like kind of a meaningless existence. Whereas it's the opposite with the Snow Sunshine, where that memory wipe is underlines the meaning of life. Whereas life is a short ride that ends in a car crash, and so enjoy it for what it is even knowing that it's supposed to end in a car crash and to me that just thematically is like oh that's life that's how i feel about the world and i can relate to that so i just think sunshine takes it all the way i will say there's this one story again from the behind the scenes dvd where jim carrey it's kind of sad he says something offhand to the camera he's like i want there's someone special in my life and i want them to know this movie is a message is a message to them and it's fairly obvious that he's talking about an ex of his, like an ex-lover or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of sad because he is talking about the movie like it's a message to them, like, hey, we can relive our romantic life, even though it was crazy. But it, it's like he's kind of missing the actual message of the movie, which is, again, these things are short trips. Enjoy them. They're supposed to end horribly. You can't relive them again, even though you would like to. So it's this kind of an interesting uh, misunderstanding, I think, of the subtext by someone who is actually making the movie. But, again, I vote firmly for Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I think thematically it's amazing, visually it's amazing, story is amazing, amazing performances all around. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, any woman that can strip naked for James Cameron is <laughs> more than welcome to fulfill my movie screen at any time. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I'm really, really into Eternal Sunshine. I think it's one of the most visually interesting movies that came out that year. Uh, it, uh, it does, it does, uh, like dreamlike stuff better than almost any other movie that yeah. attempts to yeah. talk about dreams. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think Inception maybe gets a little close, but there are some moments in Eternal Sunshine where they really knock the wind out of you. There's a, the thing that struck me was it was the second time I was watching it and there's a scene where they're in a bookstore and like all of the memories are being erased and stuff and you don't notice it at first but all of like the titles on books start disappearing and like then section labels start disappearing yeah and I, it's this incredibly subtle and well done effect and that made me think this is probably one of the best movies I've ever seen um and indie sci-fi movies about weird sci-fi devices like this and like Primer and a hundred other things, those are my favorite movies. So I am a hard Eternal Sunshine vote. Eternal Sunshine <laughs> at the Spotless Mind moves on, knocking out the Neuralizer for Men in Black 3-2. to two. Mm. So we're going to have some angry nerds at this next one. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. Uh, Wolverine versus Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy VII. Do you guys have a lot of like angry responses to your voting? That's all yeah, this show. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. like all we get. Yeah. No one, no one ever's like, man, good job. Yeah, <laughs> good opinion. It's always like, you, you fucking asshole. You, you oh, no, no, I think everyone really, really liked our Will Smith episode. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's always either we, I can't believe this one or I can't believe this wasn't in. What was your most yeah, dramatic? Your most dramatic response? We've had some real fuck ups in the past. Yeah, we've had some ones that were really. Uh, mythical creatures would be yeah. one that people uh, still get mad about our first episode, uh, yeah. which was just about like casual dining, like casual restaurants, yeah. like Olive Garden and stuff in the United States. Like, it, it people were mad. Um, yeah, <laughs> it, uh, the Will Smith one. I've gotten more flack for not the not the winner, but other things that happened in the brown. Oh, we got to stop talking oh, about that episode. We'll, we'll get to it at the tournament of champions. What was the, what was the what was the real hot what was the real hot hot spot of that of that episode what was the thing that really well, set people up the fact it that was, independence day went out kind of early. independence day went out in the second round against uh i i voted for bad, wild wild west, west. over <laughs> independence day <laughs> yeah uh, and, and people did not take to that very well <laughs> i've got I've, that's probably the most angry i've gotten people were even okay with the winner which was uh spoiler alert everybody hitch was the winner um but uh but people were so mad that <laughs> Independence Day got knocked out by Wild Wild West. Like That's I got such a dumb show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this 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 round, Wolverine versus Cloud Strife. Um, so I did you guys see Wolverine Origins? Well, so oh, oh, this, oh so this is Wolverine Origins the movie. Uh, this is Wolverine over oh, just just the character in oh, general. Just the, oh, just the character. Medium. Oh, just the character. Okay, okay, cool. His his whole shtick is that he doesn't remember his past, except that now he kind of does, and who cares? I <laughs> I have I have such a weird love hate relationship with Wolverine. I hate like there are things I like about the character, and I think he's generally really well written. Um, I do hate that he is like to a lot of people the X Man, and I think he's kind of broody and kind of grim, and I it's just. I don't care about him a lot of time. I think the best times are when he is in situations you would not expect Wolverine to be in. Like, Wolverine and the X-Men opened with him trying to balance the budget for a school. And that's great. <laughs> I love reading that. <laughs> well, um, there, there's even the scene, I think it's in the second X-Men movie, when he, when Bobby and him are in the kitchen and he's just like, 
looking for a beer. And he's like, oh, we've got soda. And it's like, oh, shit. Like, that stuff is cool and interesting to me. Uh, my uh, The one thing I really wanted to mention about Wolverine is I saw Wolverine Origins with somebody in a theater, and it was just the two of us. So we went total, like, Mystery Science Theater 3000 on it. And I remember there's a scene where Stryker is loading a gun to shoot Wolverine in the head. And someone says... But he'll 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 heal his he'll grow back and and Stryker says but his memories won't and I just like yep. you're going to shoot him in the memories yep and that yeah, they, has always struck that. me as maybe the dumbest line in fiction. <laughs> so well, uh, I I will say that I, I actually the latest Wolverine film the Wolverine I don't watching watching that movie I love that movie I absolutely think it's a blast I think if you hate Wolverine still watch it it's absolutely a blast it's it's really fun it kind of made up for a lot of wolverine movie mistakes especially origins um but wolverine as a whole he kind of yeah he's got a he's got a messed up past like in a lot of it he's still trying to figure out piece together but cloud strife on the other hand should we take it to video game and final fantasy expert of the show <laughs> yeah uh jesse uh, Knowles to tell us briefly ever briefly. so briefly about <laughs> What is going on? No, don't worry. Strife. So I think originally we were going to put every single Final Fantasy and protagonist or whatever. I never uh, had any intention of allowing that to happen. <laughs> uh, well, just in one, just in one uh, bracket. But um, Cloud's interesting because, uh, just as a case of amnesia, he's interesting because he's uh, one of the first cases that I can think of in a video game where he's he doesn't realize that he has amnesia. Normally, most of the time with amnesia, you kind of throw it out in the open. I can't remember anything with cloud. It was, he doesn't realize that he can't remember anything. So well, I think, he had false memories implanted. Well, yeah. yeah. Cause he thought he, he was we'll not getting into that. So, uh, I don't know if I'd vote cloud over Wolverine. Uh, I'm still kind of thinking about it. Um, it, it for the time, a lot of people loved, uh, that twist, I guess, that, you know, that nobody, I mean, nobody expected it because it was never, nobody called attention to the amnesia. So in a way that's kind I mean, I can see why that's interesting. Um, I kind of, I guess I kind of like it more than, you know, I don't know what my past is, so I'm going to be brooding type Wolverine, whereas Cloud is just kind of an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I kind of feel like you, Greg, I, I, I do wish that Wolverine wasn't always the poster child for this is this is the X Men, uh, yeah. uh, but it's. I think you would be lying to not be able to admit that Wolverine is fun a lot of the time. Sure, and I'm gonna vote Wolverine. So I I'm coming in <laughs> as a Wolverine vote. I'm a Wolverine vote as well. I'll go ahead and throw my vote in for Cloud. And uh, and I will vote for the only Canadian on the list, Mr. Wolver of the Reens. <laughs> but I will also say, you know, the cool thing about Wolverine is that he's inherently an untrustworthy protagonist. So any of the past that you do not like or think maybe has been mis mis mistold, <laughs> any of his story that that you have a disagreement with, I think none of it, none of it, none of it can be considered real or uh, in continuity. I think my take on it is that. He has a healing factor that heals the damaged parts of his body and emotional trauma is damaged. So my theory of why he has all this memory loss is because of his healing factor. And that is his body is constantly healing over emotional wounds. So 
at any time his origin could change completely at any time his story could change completely and it, it's just you know he's a guy he's a character that really works best without a backstory and with you know a man of mystery so I, I think you know I wrote I wrote a Wolverine miniseries that um, I was and also laid out completely that is not going to come out because it kind of like had its window and then um, and then uh, I actually wrote him going to hell before Jason Aaron wrote his story going to hell. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went off and did a movie before I could draw it. And then when I got back, it was like, whoa, what, what happened? Uh, <laughs> they, they were in your head before that. See, there's you like, have amnesia. Let me tell you, there's, there's like that one miniseries that I wrote was four issues, uh, 36 page issues. And in those four issues, were like Wolverine went to hell, Wolverine lost all his healing factor. There's like a bunch of stuff in them that had kind of, happened and so i don't know if i was on a comic book you know the zeitgeist the cultural zeitgeist <laughs> or or if, or if once you know once you know once your ideas kind of get out there into marvel and kind of you know people are reading stuff and talking about it if they just kind of seeped into other people's work i have no idea but it kind of like kind of like ruined this uh, miniseries that i was going to do i mean i got paid for the work i did but it was kind of i still kind of mourn the loss of like you know this uh, this miniseries that would have would have been pretty cool. This is uh, the creator of Wolverine. You should sue them. <laughs> There's still some cool stuff in there um, that maybe I could uh, remine for another miniseries in the future. So I, I won't talk about that stuff. But sure, sure. Definitely, I had him going to hell, and you know it was it was pretty it was pretty, it wasn't it was pretty cool to be honest. And I'm, it's kind of sucky that I I can no longer tell that story. But I so almost Jason I almost Aaron, tried we're calling you out right here. <laughs> yeah, come man, on, come on, bracket, because we we've got words. <laughs> I throw down, I throw down. Uh, but again, Wolverine all the way. Uh, he's my Canadian man. <laughs> if that right. doesn't so sound like... too homoerotic. No, right. it's absolutely yeah. just the right amount of homoerotic. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Wolverine moves on four to one, knocking out Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy VII. Up next, we have. I get amnesia. it. I'm, I'm the nerd here. Uh, up next, <laughs> we have Amnesia, the Pokemon move versus Agatha Christie. So Agatha Christie uh, in 1926, uh, her husband had asked for a divorce, and I think it was her mother had recently passed away. She went into a fugue state, ran off into the woods, went missing. Everyone thought her husband had killed her. There were 15,000 police officers searching for her. And she wound up, like, working a desk job at a convenience store. Completely forgot who she was. Uh, had assumed a new identity. Uh, and is the only actual case of amnesia on this list. The move amnesia, however does increase your special defense quite a bit, so... It's <laughs> hmm. a tough one. Uh, yeah, yeah, Amnesia as a Pokemon attack is a beneficial thing. Yeah, it's it's something you want. By the way, this was, this was, a, this was a defensive tactic from Agatha Christie to retain her wealth from her husband, is that oh, what happened? That's that was a, nice. a big theory, yeah. That... I, think, I think how can how can you, I mean, that's, how can you beat that? Yeah, it helps that like this 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 great novelist had you know like the, so many times like the story is like someone writes these amazing series of novels or whatever and and their fans imagine they have some crazy life that they've drawn from and a lot of times they will say like no I'm very reserved and boring but like to have an actual like mystery happen to this woman is pretty crazy. Yeah, I'm surprised uh, your husband yeah. didn't wind up didn't wind up dead. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of people thought that she was trying to frame her husband for her murder. But I guess actually... I guess she was not murdered, so. Just because uh, it, it makes for a real interesting story, I'm going Agatha Christie. I will also go Agatha Christie, and I wanted to go Pokemon move here, but that story is just so insane. I know, this, this is... I'm throwing away my vote here. I'm going to go in for the Pokemon move. I the the Pokemon National Championships just happened and I got real excited for them. So But did anyone I'm use sorry. Amnesia? Uh maybe. It's not a It's not like it's a bad move. I, I'm going to be an Agatha Christie vote as well just because that story is is pretty crazy. The Amnesia the Pokemon move cracks me up because I don't really quite I guess there's it's sort of a joke, but uh this Agatha Christie uh thing is really crazy. So Agatha Christie all the way. Well, that was easy enough. Uh, Agatha Christie knocks out Amnesia, the Pokemon move, four to one. Uh, last one in round one, we have Tony Stark post Civil War versus Simon Ice King from Adventure Time. Okay, so Tony Stark post during Civil War, Tony Stark kind of turned his brain into a computer, and over time, I think up to Dark Reign, his brain gets like more and more corrupted, and he starts going like full flowers for Algernon, and it's very sad. And very, like, Matt Fraction does it really, really well. Um, and then he has to, he has a hard drive hidden somewhere in, I think, Nevada. And he backs up his brain from this hard drive. Because comic books. And uh, <laughs> he essentially is, like, back entirely. But he doesn't remember anything, even, like, during Civil War. So he doesn't know Captain America's dad. He doesn't know, spoiler alert, he doesn't know uh, Norman Osborn is, like, head of Homeland Security. It's pretty crazy. Um, Ice King from Adventure Times, real sad. Uh, yeah, yeah, Ice King started off as a regular human named Simon. Uh, he was an archaeologist? Yes. Uh, finds this, this crown, and, uh, and this crown takes over his mind, basically, uh, and, like, totally steals away his humanity. It keeps him alive, like, essentially forever, but it really, like, completely changes who he is. Uh, I'm coming in... Crazy old wizard. Yeah, he becomes a crazy, crazy wizard. I'm coming in hot with a Simon Ice King vote. Me too. I I love Adventure Time, and Ice King is one of my favorite characters on that show. Uh... Nothing against Tony, and I actually think that character arc they did with him is, like, a really interesting take. Uh, I just, man, I really love Ice King. Yeah, both of these are kind of sad. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, uh, Tony Stark. Only because I do not, I don't actually, I've never actually watched an episode of, of uh, uh, Adventure Time. Adventure. Okay. There's, there's some episodes that are misses, but overall it's a real good show. No, I heard it's cool. I know, I know a friend of mine, he just drew a cover for the comic book from Bo- Boom is Publishing Adventure Time. Is that yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, Boom is. Yeah, so one of my good friends um, just drew a cover, a really cool cover. And I said, I know the characters. It looks really cool. I just haven't had the time to uh, watch any of it, not even like a, an excerpt. So I Well, it's only- crazy because it, you know, it's, this, it's this mostly fun cartoon, but it's starting to become a thing that is difficult to get into because they've they're getting up in seasons now. Um, they've built a heavy continuity. I mean, it's no dude. Where's my car? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll go ahead and swing my vote for Simon and Ice King. Ice King will move on, knocking out Tony Stark post Civil War four to one. All right, we're into round two, guys. We have Memento versus Spider-Man three. Dude, where's my car versus Total Recall. 
Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind versus Wolverine, and Agatha Christie versus Simon Ice King from Adventure Time. Right away, we'll jump into it. Memento versus Spider-Man 3. Uh, well, I don't know which movie is better, but... <laughs> uh, I I think Memento has a better instance of amnesia, so I think I'll vote for that. Yeah, I think this is a kind of easy vote for me. It's Memento. I'm I'm Memento as well. Yep, same. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, mean, I think Memento is the clear is the clear winner. But but a sad tear of for for Sam Raimi's Spider Man three that ended on such a uh, strange jazz hands <laughs> yeah dance off note. Uh, yeah. and, uh, and Memento did not have Bruce Campbell as a guest role in it, so true. it does have that against it. It didn't have Topher Grace as Eddie Brock. Uh, <laughs> yep. I, you know, I think we all learned a lesson of the you know meddling ga- gaggles of producers on movies, except for the actual meddling producers who then created the reboot of Spider-Man. Right. <laughs> right. All right. So Memento knocks out Spider-Man three five to nothing. All right, dude, where's my car versus Total Recall? Again, not sure which film is better. <laughs> uh, gonna go Total Recall. Just no real reason why. Uh, Greg, he couldn't find his car. Oh, now I get it. <laughs> okay, uh, well maybe. I'm I'm gonna stick with my dude, where's my car vote. <laughs> I nothing against Total Recall. I like that movie a lot, but I'm sticking to dude, where's my car. I, they got tattoos that say dude <laughs> and sweet, but on their backs. On so their back, couldn't... yeah. Uh, but at the end, and in my, I think I was like seven or something when I saw Total Recall. And the only thing I remembered were crazy aliens, lots of violence, and a three boobied lady. And I'm probably going to go. Uh, come back to me. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do isn't it. That, isn't that amazing, though, that there was a time when kids would watch and enjoy these crazy, violent 80s movies? <laughs> like, I remember <laughs> when I was a, a kid, my mom, I was like really little. I don't know how little, but I have a memory of my mom combing my hair to take me to go see Rambo in the theaters. <laughs> Rambo Hell to yes. First Blood. And it's like, it's like, wow, there was a real, there was a time when Freddy Krueger, a child molester pedophile, was actually a celebrated Children's national yeah. hero. National <laughs> I, 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 went, I can't remember what it was. I don't know. I think it was a Ninja Turtles movie, I want to say, or it was, it was some kid's movie. And then I think when I came home, my dad was like, oh, let's watch. I've got Terminator 2 on blue or on a laser disc. Let's watch this. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, cool. And I, I remember just being completely floored at that movie, especially the nuclear blast scene. I'm just um, still having fun thinking about the fact that. Kari had to have his hair combed to see Rambo. Like <laughs> you gotta get dressed up. Had to have to look nice for Rambo. Yeah, That's well, you know, didn't want to embarrass my mom. <laughs> look, I don't, I don't know what you guys are talking about because I cried at Flubber, so I'm just. I'm... <laughs> Jesse, where's your vote? I'm gonna vote Total Recall. You know, I, there's a moment where where Quaid is is given the opportunity to take a pill and forget, you know, forget his fantasy life and come back to the real world. And I am not taking the pill, and I'm staying with Total Recall <laughs> yeah. all the way. I, John, I'll join you on Dude, Where's My Car? Really? Just, right. just, just, just because. Just because. So Total Recall knocks out Dude, Where's My Car? Three to two. All right, up next we have Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind versus Wolverine. 
Oh, oh boy, this is really tough. Uh, I'm, I'm coming in hot as a Wolverine vote. I'm coming right behind you as Eternal Sunshine I, vote. That's fine. I, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I think I'm an Eternal Sunshine vote. It's tough though. Like I is as, as complicated of a relationship as I have with Wolverine. I do like the character. I think he's a little overexposed. I don't think he needs to be in literally every single comic book. But uh, there's a lot of writers who do cool stuff with him. I really dig Kieran Gillen's Origins 2 run that's happening right mm-hmm. now. Um, this is this is turning into nothing but movies are winning. Well, so movies handle know. amnesia very well. Uh-huh. Jesse, where are you voting, then? Uh, I'm going to vote Eternal Sunshine. Why not? All right. Kari? I guess I'm going to stick with my Canadian on the list Wolverine <laughs> yeah not, not the movie version uh, although I do love Hugh <laughs> Jackman I think it's I think it's he's a cool guy uh, but I'm gonna stick with my uh, five foot seven inch Wolverine not the six foot four inch <laughs> yeah. Wolverine yeah I that was always probably well there's a lot of complaints I have with the movies but that's always bugged me is that Wolverine was tall at all What's funny is if I don't know if you ever I met um, James Marsden in real life and he's only like five nine I think maybe maybe five eight even I don't even know but uh, you know when they film these movies they have the shorter ac- actors stand on apple boxes what they call them right so yeah, get yeah. the right height and it's really funny when you start to notice the giveaways the tells and always it's like if you look for the hip bones. And if you know the hip bones and anatomy, it's kind of about halfway up the body. So it's always funny to watch, like, James Marsden square off against Hugh Jackman, and his hip bone is, like, at... Stomach uh, height. Nipple. (laughs) (laughs) You just made Greg just all get sweaty over there, I think. I like Cyclops a bunch. (laughs) I'm a big old dumb fan of that guy. Oh, he's great. He's great. Great character. But I think it's funny, you know, when when they pretend, um, you know, the the different heights. They make up the heights in movie lands. All the other little tells. Good old Hollywood magics. Looks like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind knocks out Wolverine three to two. Up next, Look. Agatha Christie versus Simon Ice King from the from Adventure Time. Again, Agatha Christie being a real thing that happened. I'm I'm more interested in that, so I'm gonna go there. Oh, I'm I'm way more interested in Ice King. You're telling me there's a crown out there that if I put it on, it's gonna take over my brain and make me live forever, and I'll lose my memories, but I'll have ice powers. I'm I'm there. That's way more interesting than me working a desk job somewhere and forgetting I was a cool writer. Yeah, but it's kind of like a brain parasite. I don't want that. I kind of want to just sometimes run off into the woods and frame my husband from his death. (laughs) I'm a Simon Ice King vote as well. Uh, I think that story arc is really good, and what they're doing with it, it just keeps getting better and better and better. Agatha, Agatha Christie's really cool. But it's too real to me, and it freaks me out a little bit. And uh, and you're yeah, worried so, about going into a huge state. Yes, I, I don't want to deal with that right well, now. I, and I was gonna say, I I think it's cool that Ice King starts off as a villain in the show. Like you, he he's an antagonist, and they they really turn him into like the the saddest character in the show. Like he becomes like really yeah. pathetic very through true. the. The two baddest dudes on the show are like the saddest characters. Like him and Lemongrab, both they're just sad. Well, it's, really, it's it's really pain that drives our lashing out on others, isn't it? Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I think a lot of people who are cruel got that way because they were sad at one point. Maybe Hitler, Agatha Christie the, is evil. You guys she, don't know. She, <laughs> but Hitler, Hitler, the failed painter. 
Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's maybe I. I don't know. I kind of like the idea that Agatha Christie just had to disappear for ten or eleven days and just decided to take care of business and then turned up somewhere and had no idea what happened. Uh, I'm going to vote there's, Agatha Christie. There's no amnesia in the movie taking care of business. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, I'm also voting uh, Agatha Christie only because, uh, again, who knows what she went did, did on those uh, eleven days? Does, did people know? She yeah, she a, went on a cruise. A cruise. <laughs> She, she just kill, hung out. Kill anyone on the cruise? She probably did. <laughs> there was probably a murder that. that she solved. Yeah, but nobody knows. And then she wrote about it. But, all right, so Agatha Christie knocks out Simon the Ice King from Adventure Time. All right, we're into the semifinals here with Memento versus Total Recall and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind versus Agatha Christie. All oh, right. boy. Memento versus Total Recall. I don't want to go through with this. I don't want to do this. <laughs> Make Kari vote first. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, I, 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 I can vote first because I firmly believe that uh, Total Recall is a more enjoyable experience using the tropes of memory loss in every way, including the three-boobied lady. <laughs> Uh, and the, you know, the guy, he's encased and the woman at the, at the airport and all that, all the crazy violence. And it's like, you know, that's represented such a time in my viewing experience as a, as a kid. Like, I love that movie beyond, beyond belief. Uh, and, and I like the idea that, that maybe it isn't even amnesia. So I think it's like another level where Memento, when you really start looking at it, that movie breaks down. Like, I think Christopher Nolan is amazing at building not puzzles, which he's known for building puzzles, but I think he builds optical illusions like he, like he literally did in Inception. Unsolvable riddles, riddles that are designed not to be solved, which are inherently interesting until you realize there's no answer and then they become, they become forgettable by their very nature because there is really, it's a riddle with no answer. Whereas Total Recall, it's like that's an experience, a beginning, middle, end, and the end, much like Inception, Maybe it doesn't, maybe it doesn't, maybe it's on his mind, but at least I feel a cathartic journey and I feel like the power of the governator leading me through to Mars. <laughs> I do have to admit, uh, while I do admire Memento, I've only ever watched it once and had no desire to rewatch it. Uh, whereas Total Recall, uh, that's just kind of a movie you can sit down and watch anytime. Yeah. It is a more enjoyable movie to watch. I, I am a recall vote, I think. Oh, man. I just, I think it's such a, a cool universe that was built. And Memento is a really cool, like, story to tell. And the story itself is, is interesting, but it's more interesting because of how you get from point A to point B. Whereas Total Recall, there is constantly a question on the table, which is, is this actually happening? Is this, what, what is going on here? And you're never confused, but you're always questioning. Um, I think Total Recall, there's so many cool, weird things in it that it's kind of a miracle it got made. Uh, that director just knows what he's doing with sci-fi, and so I am a Total Recall vote. I, I, all right, I'm, I'm a memento vote. I, I think that movie is wild. I, I, I have a lot of fun showing people that movie who've never seen it before. And I, unlike you, Jesse, like I saw that movie for the first time, and I was like, I need to rewatch this again immediately. Uh, mm. I, I really like Memento. I think it, I think it deals with, in in terms of like someone's having a, a loss of memories. I personally prefer 
the way Memento handles it above almost anything else on this bracket. Uh, I am a total recall vote. Yeah, man, I can't even believe this. <laughs> I I thought this was gonna go this way the whole time, and uh, everyone put all their eggs in the basket for Memento, but Total Recall is just fucking great. Uh, yeah, so Total Dude, Recall. Dude, where's my car? Almost beat Total Recall. <laughs> and and and, but I had a Total Recall vote for that one, but I went. Dude, was my Total Recall knocks out Memento four to one. Up next, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind versus Agatha Christie. Do you think Agatha Christie would like to, uh, would enjoy Eternal Sunshine? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. There's no murder in it, though, so... She'd probably be real bored. She'd be like, when's someone gonna die? <laughs> there there was a, I think it's, I think it was a grindcore band out of, like, Baltimore or something named Agatha Crispy. Sure. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, why not? And I was like, okay, cool, whatever. But I'm going to go with Agatha Christie on this. Do you think Agatha Christie would be those people who, while you're watching a movie with them, they would try and guess everything that's going to happen yes. before it happens? Yeah, just it, ruin the movie, man. They probably <laughs> talk through the whole damn thing. Well, I think mostly she'd be amazed that films are in color because she died in like the early 20s. Uh, late 20s. Whatever, she doesn't know. I'm an Eternal Sunshine <laughs> vote. Uh, I think that movie... Yeah. I think that movie really knows how to pull at you emotionally uh, in a very, like, almost an aggressive way. Uh, and hey, that's the movie that made us all, like, wise up and take freaking uh, Jim Carrey seriously. I think I think you are forgetting the classic Frank Darabont movie uh, where he also loses his memory. The Majestic. The Majestic and shows yeah, yeah. all <laughs> I do remember that movie. Uh, I, I actually like that. I, yeah, you're allowed to. <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm an Eternal Sunshine vote. Yeah, uh, I'm an Agatha Christie vote. Uh, it just it just seems more. It, 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 it's I want to talk more about that Agatha Christie event. Like that, that's wild to me. Uh, more wild than a machine that can rewrite your brain. Well, I don't want. <laughs> The finals to be two movies, so. Well, sorry to have to tell this to you, but I think it's gonna be. This is this is this is a hard this is a hard this is a hard choice because because I'm not only voting for a person whose history I don't know against the movie that I love, but also I'm, I'm imagining Agatha Christie against Total Recall and Jim Carrey against Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I'm like this fight. That's the more interesting, uh, and I, I think I think uh, I think. Uh, uh, Agatha Christie is an interesting choice, but I did, 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 I don't know. I don't even. I didn't keep track, keep track of votes, so maybe my, I just threw my vote away. Yeah, I think Eternal Sunshine won. I'm voting yeah. Eternal Sunshine. I like it. I voted right. Eternal Sunshine. Yeah. Okay. Um, did Agatha. you vote? Oh, oh no, that's Agatha three. Agatha wins. wins. <laughs> All right, Agatha oh, Christie wow. with a surprise <laughs> three to two vote over sorry. Eternal Sunshine to the Spotless Mind, knocking it out. All right. So we have the bronze matchup first. Uh, Memento versus the Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. This is what I thought the finals would be. Yeah, this <laughs> sounds a, like the finals to me. I'm an Eternal Sunshine vote. Me too. I'm a, I'm a Memento <laughs> vote. Uh, I'm with you, John. I'm a Memento vote. Uh, I'm I, in pain. I will also I will also choose my Memento. Oh no! <laughs> Oh wow. That wow. means it's Eternal Sunshine of the Dirty Toilet Water. Oh, All right. So I'm Memento so knocks out Eternal Sunshine, making Memento third place and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind Dirty Toilet Water. 
All right, so we have Total Recall versus Agatha Christie in the finals. My vote's Total Recall. Yeah, yeah. now you guys have set it up so we have a one-sided finals now. Uh, I'm Total Recall. I don't think I agree. I kind of want to. I want to see Agatha Christie win. I think in a trying to remember things battle between Agatha Christie and Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, <laughs> they'd both just be very confused and not really understand what the rules are. So I'm just going to go with the one that had a lady with three boobies. Agatha Christie? All right, yeah. cool. Yeah, Agatha Christie Agatha had three boobies. That, that, Agatha Christie <laughs> was in right. Total Recall. She was hired for her three boobies. And I will also vote uh, Total Recall, one of my favorite oh, movies of all nice. time. Of all time, of all time, all time. And, you know, uh, I love it. I love it. Whatever. There we go. That's it. <laughs> all right. So Total Recall knocks out Agatha Christie four to one. Memento comes in third place, and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is Dirty Toilet Water. Agatha Christie didn't even know what Mars was, guys. <laughs> she know what? Any How can she get her ass to it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna take a look at the poll results from last week, real quick. Um, last week we did best fonts and. Uh, <laughs> Comic Sans. The real barn the burner. I did listen to uh, the, the, a, few, a few minutes of that episode. I, I'm curious as to who, who won. Uh, boy, don't be. Uh, <laughs> Futura won the vote, right? Yeah, Futura. No, Comic fun. Sans did. No, no, but. No, no, no. We, oh, it won. Our, yes, we voted yeah. for Futura. Uh, Comic Sans won with 24% of the vote this week uh, in the poll. Just, our our just listeners are so. Just I'm not. Con- I'm not convinced that's our listeners. I think somebody. I think somebody's planting like a fake secondary audience out there. Like, hey, this <laughs> this podcast is talking about fonts. Everyone There's go vote for Comic Sans. For Comic Sans. Yeah. Well, that's jokes on them because we don't care. <laughs> that's All true. Right. All right. So uh, I'd like to thank Kari Andrews for coming on this week. Is there anything that you want to plug for us? Well, uh, yeah, go to your comic book stores, pick up Iron Fist, The Living Weapon. Uh, I also directed a movie called Cabin Theater Patient Zero, which is available on VOD right now and in stores in, I don't know, October or something, end of September. Oh, I didn't realize it was available on demand right now. Yeah, it's on demand now, yeah. It's on demand right now. Um, But really, uh, Iron Fist, The Living Weapon is the thing I'm most passionate about right now. It's, uh, I'm still, I'm drawing issue eight of a 12-issue run, and... Five issues have come out. Number six will be out very shortly. And, uh, I think it's pretty, it's pretty fun to like own that story and write it and draw it in a way that, you know, most comic books aren't done anymore, but all my heroes yeah. used to do back in the eighties. All those, all those big shot guys that used to love so much. That's what they did. And that's what I'm trying to do. And I, I think, I think the art is really beautiful. I, I really like it a lot. I think it's a really good this- stuff. This made me absolutely fall in love with Iron Fist 100% over and over again. And it's probably right now my favorite. That and Moon Knight are the current ones I'm reading a lot of. So, Cool. Uh, pick up every issue and then pick up the trades and then pick up the hardcover. And then <laughs> and then just send me money. PayPal yeah, me money. Just give me 100 bucks. <laughs> Tip me money. All right. All right. Well, that's awesome. So, uh Cool. You guys can find us at our website, BracketPodcast.com, and as always on Twitter.com slash BracketCast, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash BracketCast, and on our Tumblr page, Tumblr Podcast, or Bracket Podcast Tumblr. Ah, I'm bad today. Uh, bracket, <laughs> Did you forget how to say it? I forgot about, yeah. 
Um, Tumblr's weird. Bracketpodcast.tumblr.com. If you like, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcast client you do have. Uh, just search for Bracket. Don't forget to add a review for us because that does help us in the future. All right, guys. So we'll see you next week. Are we going to Chicken Jowls? Is that what we call? I, I forgot. Oh, for, yeah. I forgot what restaurant we go to now. Yeah, so. yeah because we did amnesia as a thing this episode. <laughs> That's, we're really clever. Doing a professional radio show on the internet.